in today's show. We're looking ahead to Tuesday's action in the NBA. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Here we are, ready to go. But thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball my first, not my first listen, your first listen every day. We are free. And available on all platforms. We're looking ahead to Tuesday's games. There are seven of those games on. And we're going to cover streaming options as well at the end of the show. Let's get it on, Gilly. (laughs) (laughs) Pelicans-Pistons is the first game. Um, Back-to-back. A few teams with back-to-backs here on the Monday, Tuesday. So some teams, we're going to have things develop after the games they play on Monday. But for the Pelicans, I do want to watch Jose Alvarado. Um, I don't know whether Hart, Valanciunas, or Ingram are going to play on Monday. I don't know if they're going to play on Tuesday. But I want to see where Alvarado's minutes go. Because last game, he did cut into what uh, was happening there with Devontae Graham. So how does he look? And also, Billy Hernan Gomez. Now, if Valanciunas is out, we expect him to start and play 30 minutes. But if JV comes back, does Hernan Gomez go just back to picking his crack on, on the bench? Or does he take Jackson Hayes' backup minutes? I tend to think he'll just go back and, and not play. But yeah, we want to see that because obviously if he does go back to that, he's a clear drop. If he is a 20-minute backup, which again probably is too high, maybe a 15-minute backup, yeah, then has some value there in deeper leagues. So we want to see what the Billy Hernan Gomez role becomes. For the Pistons, it is possible that Jeremy Grant and Kelly Olenek both return for this game. And if they do, what happens? How much does Sadiq Bey lose? What happens to Trey Lyles? What happens to Alf Stewart? What happens to Cade Cunningham? I already know what's going to happen to Hamadou Diallo. He's going to do nothing. He's going to just drop off completely. You know, what happens when Grant returns? Anna Linick. If they both come back together, it's just a whole mess in that front court. And then Killian Hayes. Are they going to keep him on the bench? He's been a good assists streamer. Steals as well. Not much more than that. Will they keep starting Corey Joseph? I don't know. That's, uh, that's the question. We've got to see with Hayes. Can he maintain that assist value? I think he can. But what does his role look like as we move forward? For the Wizards and the Bucks, we want to see what's happening with the tank, Tom Bryant. This is the first game of a back-to-back for the Wizards. Does Bryant play in both of these games? We haven't heard. I assume that he starts and Daniel Gafford is out again. Not out. He is being benched because of, I don't know, trying to have the worst defense you possibly can have. Um... So watching what Brian could do. He wasn't particularly good in his first start. Hasn't been particularly good in literally any game that he's played this year. So let's see what he looks like here. But remember, Bradley Beal is out. So there is going to be value abounding here. Spencer, didn't we? Almost, almost every game that Beal has been out this season, he's been great. And almost every game that Beal has played, he's been terrible. But now he gets a chance, at least two games, maybe longer, to get an opportunity. No, this does not mean Beal's getting traded, by the way. Just get that out there. It does not mean he's getting traded. Um... Dinwiddie gets an opportunity to put up some good numbers here without Beal. 
Yeah, so does Contavious Caldwell Pope. So does Kyle Kuzma. All of these guys getting some big, big bumps because of the absence of Brad Beal. For the Bucks, Grayson Allen's minutes are up. I want to see whether he can work his way into being a must-roster 12-team league guy. Probably not. Maybe more of a streamer than anything else, but there's still no George Hill, so that does help Grayson. And Grayson gets those 30 minutes then if Hill is out. So let's see what he can produce. And then Drew Holiday, he was on the Bilo show earlier today. You can go check that out. His numbers have been a little bit down since returning from the ankle problem, especially the lack of steals and blocks. Let's see if he can get that back to normal. That would be great if he could do it. Thank you, Drew. The Heat and the Raptors. We just saw these teams play a triple overtime game not that long ago. What, Saturday, I think it was. Um, this is the second game of a back-to-back for Miami. They're sitting Jimmy Butler and PJ Tucker in that game on Monday. Will they return to travel to Toronto? You would hope so. Is Kyle Lowry going to play in his return to Toronto? I remember last week, when when the when, in that game, yeah, on the weekend where yeah the alleged revenge on Saturday, most people expected, most uh, Raptors reporters did not expect Kyle Lowry to make this trip. So do not bank on Kyle Lowry making this trip up to Toronto. So you're going to be getting value out of Gabe Vincent again. Keep streaming him in, and then I want to watch what happens with Duncan Robinson. Robinson, Struess, Martin, Butler, Hero, all those guys. Like, where does the priority go? Obviously, we know it goes to Butler and Hero. But after that, yeah, Struess and Robinson, like, who takes those minutes? I don't think Robinson's a must-roster player. He's a nice three-point streamer. Well, for the Raptors, this is the second game of a back-to-back for them as well. Will that crazy man, Nick Nurse, actually play his bench any minutes? Last game in a triple overtime game, Boucher played 12 minutes. He did have some foul trouble there, but can he go back to playing 24? Will they sit anyone on this back-to-back? given the play, the fact that the starters all played 50-plus minutes on Saturday against Miami? And how does Fred VanVleet's knee hold up? He just missed games for a sore knee, came back and played 52 minutes. Will he be able to go in both of these games? That's going to be the big question here for me to see how that all, um, how that all plays out. But I know how tax time plays out. For some of you, it can be hard. And that's why TurboTax is here. People think unusual circumstances mean complicated taxes. But for TurboTax Live experts, that's what makes things interesting. We all have unique lives, whether you're invested in crypto for the first time this year, or you own an up-and-coming small business, or you're raising rambunctious twins. What a word that is. Luckily, TurboTax Live has experts who can answer your tax questions, walk you through the whole process, or do your taxes for you from start to finish. They help you get every deduction you deserve, no matter your unique situation. And you can talk to a TurboTax Live expert through your phone or computer without leaving your house. TurboTax Live experts are here to help you however you need. And if you need an extra hand, hand your taxes off to them and they'll do it all for you. To TurboTax Live experts, an interesting life can mean an even greater refund. Visit TurboTax.com to learn more. You do your thing. They've got your taxes. Into it, TurboTax Live. Why would you go to a local chain auto parts store? That's just nonsense to begin with. It's just a waste of time. It's a waste of money. It's just added stress. Why don't you get your auto parts from rockauto.com? Instead of having to travel, go to a place line up, talk to the bloke behind the counter, get dealt with intimidating and condescending questions, you can do it all from the comfort of your home by going to rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business. They've been serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. The prices at Rock Auto are also reliably low for every customer. They have everything you need from brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, or even new carpet. So go and explore their easy-to-use website and find the solution for your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all of those parts available for your car or truck and write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low price, 
prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. NBA trade deadline is coming up February 10th, 3 p.m. So us at Locked On NBA, we've got a show from 2 p.m. through to 4 p.m. on the Locked On NBA YouTube channel. Kim Becker, Johnny Corrales, Joshy Lloyd, we're all breaking down all of the big moves, every move that happens, the implications of moves that don't happen, as well as the fantasy impact of all of those trades. So head to Locked On NBA YouTube channel, hit the notification bell, and be notified when we go live, Thursday, February the 10th at 2 p.m. Eastern. Magic Bulls. Trimra Kiki, he's doing a lot. He's doing a lot. Steals are through the roof. No reason they can't be good. But he is putting up numbers which are very high. Shooting the ball amazingly well. Is he worth streaming him? Absolutely. Is there any way it continues? I don't really think so. But watching what his minutes look like, does he close over Mobamba? Can he keep getting steals coming out of his ass like they have been in every other game? I don't know. That's something for us to watch. And then also on the negative side of things, well, not negative. We hope it's not a negative anymore. But Cole Anthony, he's struggling. He's really bad at the moment. The shooting is just killing him. His overall players dropped off considerably. And he looks like rookie Cole Anthony instead of second year, hey, most improved player candidate Cole Anthony. Doesn't look like that anymore. Can he turn that around? Let's hope so. For the Bulls, I want to watch Ayo Dasunmu because his numbers have been stupid. We know that. Now that the shooting has dropped off a little bit, the three-point shooting, now he's getting assists out of nowhere. Everything is really high for him. Steal rate is way up. Minutes are through the roof. Can he combine all this stuff and keep it going? It seems a tall order, but he's got the minutes there. So let's watch Dasunmu. And also, Kobe White, who played 30 minutes off the bench. Yes, it was against the Blazers, and they carved them up. Now, you've got the Magic. They're not a particularly tough team, but their defense is probably a little bit better than what Portland's is. So what does Kobe White's role look like? Can he work his way into being a 12-team must-roster player? The Nuggets and the Timberwolves. Two of the better teams, two of the hotter teams at the moment. Now, of course, we always want to watch Big Chungus because he's dominating. But I also want to watch the Big Stiffy Bones Highland because he played really well. He basically took Farku and Davon Reed out of the rotation. Now, is the big stiffy going to play 25 minutes a night? I really doubt that. So it makes him just a valuable guy for deeper formats, but he's playing well. And then fighting Will Barton. He was on the buy low, sell high show as well. His numbers are up at the moment. His assists are up. His shooting numbers are up. Can you keep that going? Or is there going to be a little bit of a drop off here for Barton? While for the Timberwolves, injuries playing a part there. Patrick Beverly, questionable every bloody day apparently, but never plays. D'Angelo Russell, dealing with that shin contusion. He's missed the last two. If they're both out again, does Jordan McLaughlin get another chance? They started him last game. Remember, they didn't start him prior to that. It was Jalen Noel. So is it Noel or is it McLaughlin that gets the start? McLaughlin put up a good line, but I think there's a little bit of fool's gold in what he did. He ended up with like 12 points, four steals. And the four steals is obviously fluky. He shot 83%. He also had five points and assists and a steal in three minutes of garbage time to really boost those numbers. Prior to that, he had seven, one, and three in 24 minutes, which is a shocking line for those minutes. So is he a must roster guy? Absolutely not. Is he a streamable option? Maybe if those guys are out, maybe. And then you've got Jaden McDaniels, who also did some unsustainable stuff in that game on Sunday against the Jazz, where he shot nine of nine for 100%. He does have an increased role with um, Beverly and Russell out if they are out, but it's not enough for me to get super excited. Stream him in, sure, but that's really about it. The Warriors and the Spurs. This is the second of a back-to-back for the Warriors. Um, come on, Looney. He's playing really well. There's no Draymond Green. We don't know when the hell he's coming back. But Looney's playing well. He's got good minutes most nights. He's producing at a pretty high level. He's available in a lot of leagues. And I think he's got some good value here. And I also want to watch Jordan Poole because he seems to have figured it out with no Clay Thompson. But this is a game 
Sorry, he's figured it out with Clay Thompson. But this is a game with no Clay Thompson. It's the second of a back-to-back, and I don't think Clay's going to play. I'd be pretty shocked if he does. And that's going to mean Poole starts, most likely. But even if he doesn't, he plays 30-plus, and the minutes and the numbers are going to jump up. For the Spurs, Jakob Pertl, he's been playing really well. I expect him back. Him, Murray, and White sat last game. It's not an issue long-term. They'll be back by this game against the Warriors, and Pertl's been crushing it. Three blocks a game, 71 from the field, big numbers. Can he keep that up? Also, Devin Vassell, who really choked it in a start last game for White. He'll go back to the bench, and he'll either play 20 minutes or 30 minutes, and doesn't seem to be much in between. And that's frustrating. He's not a must-roster player. I love him. He's not must-roster because there's just no upside for him at the moment, and it doesn't appear like that upside is going to appear. Two appears in one sentence. Good work with the English there, Josh. Let's look at the Nets and the Suns. Jimmy Harden, we expect to return, but LaMarcus Aldridge will be out. So what happens? Do they start Nick Claxton with Dayron Sharp as the backup? Does Blake Griffin take the backup role because he's got more offensive capabilities than what um, Sharp does? How do they run that center rotation? Claxton does get a boost in value here with Aldridge out and he becomes a 12-team option, at least for right now. And But we're seeing how they run that center rotation is really key. While for Phoenix, I don't know whether Aiton or Jay Crowder will return. But what is Cam Johnson's role either way? Johnson hasn't really blown me away here without Crowder in this little stretch. And when Crowder plays, he goes back to being an unrosterable 12-team league guy. So let's see how that looks. And I also want to watch Ish Wainwright because there's a chance Crowder's out. There's a chance Shamit's out. Wainwright is also playing some backup five somehow. And he's playing at a decent enough level. That's just really just for deeper leagues, but he's pushing his way into being an interesting rotational sort of... I also want to tell you about Bet Online. It's time for me to do that right now, if I can find what I'm looking for. Yes, there might be less football being played, but betonline.net has way more odds and info for the playoff season. From scores, totals, player performances, props, to when the next coach is fired, BetOnline is the number one spot for all things NFL betting in 2022, and it's not just football. BetOnline.net's basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC odds coverage is the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports and play your favorite games. BetOnline is where the game starts. Okay, let's look at some back-to-back streamers here. For the Tuesday-Wednesday group of games, we're looking at Wizards players, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Denny Avdia, Corey Kispert. Looking at Nets players, Kessler Edwards, DeAndre Bembry, Cam Thomas. Looking at Magic players, Gary Harris and Terrence Ross. Looking at Nuggets players, Jeff Green. Maybe he totals four points across two games. Even Bryn Forbes is worth a stream for the back-to-back there. For just your nine cat on Tuesday... KCP, really, really good opportunity for him without Beal to really ramp up the scoring and threes and maybe even increase some of his assists. Grayson Allen, Corey Joseph, uh, Paddy Connaughton, Dante DiVincenzo, Killian Hayes, Gary Payton, Denny Avdia, JaVale McGee, Javonte Green. Deeper leagues can look at all those guys along with Jalen Noel and Jordan McLaughlin if Beverly and um, uh, Russell are out. You're looking at Kispert, Eubanks, McDermott, Lonnie Walker, Troy Brown, Jackson Hayes, Dwayne Dedman, DeAndre Bembry, Frankie Jackson. And then lastly, we look at points leagues. These are all available in 50% of leagues or more. Claxton, Looney, Otto Porter will return. Chumra Kiki, Devin Vassell, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, JaVal McGee, Dante DiVincenzo, Denny Avdia, and Killian Hayes. Guys, that will do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. If you are here on YouTube, give me a thumbs up and leave your comments down below, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.